Blog Talk Radio. Charmaine Day with Pussy Report Number One. That's Pearls of Wisdom Underground Christian Crew Intelligence Report. Tell him all. Tell him all you're going through. He'll comprehend. He is your friend. Sometimes it feels like you're all alone in a world that can often be cruel. But God has been here for you. He's never abandoned you. So tell him all. Tell him all you're going through. He'll comprehend. He is your friend. When you feel like you can't make it and every day getting up is faking it, he'll give you the strength that you need, even if your face is as small as a mustard seed. So tell him. Tell him all. Because you know what I got? I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus. Can you smell what the rock is cooking? I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus. Can you tell what the rock is cooking? I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus. Can you feel what the rock is cooking? Do you know what the rock is cooking? I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus. If you know Jesus, raise your hand. Raise them. If you know Jesus, clap your feet. Your feet. If you know Jesus, walk to the left, walk to the right, walk, 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 walk to the left, walk to the right. Raise your hands. Raise your hands. Stomp your feet. Stomp your feet. No one can tell you what you know. No one can make you feel what you don't feel. If you can't feel what the rock is cooking, what do you know? I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus. If you have Jesus, raise your hand. If you got Jesus, stomp, stomp your feet. If you got Jesus, clap, clap your hands. I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus. Do you know what you know what you know? I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus. Guess what, people? We're coming to the end. I got Jesus, you got Jesus, I got, you got, you got Jesus. Hello, hello to the very, very special person listening to this broadcast. 
Welcome to another episode of Taboo Talk, featuring your very own pastor and Christian consultant, me, Lady Charmaine Day. Today's show is guaranteed to be full of sensitive, intimate, natural conversations rarely talked about in the Christian community. So now, get ready for your weekly spiritual consultation. Are you ready? Great. Let's begin. So, how are you feeling? I know you are feeling so, so good. You know why? You are a VIP, a very important person. And everywhere you go, people are blessed to see you and to know you. And I know that's a fact because I check up on you all the time. I'm like, how is that Taboo Talk listener doing? And I get praise God reports that you are just a blessing to everyone that you encounter. So give yourself a round of applause. Yay! You make God look good, and I just want to let you know I appreciate you. Guess what? We have come to the end of October. Man, this was a long month, wasn't it? October, as you know, has five whole weeks in it, and it seemed like every time we turned around, there was something going on that made us go, oh, my God. <laughs> Can this really be going on with the stock market crashing up and down, up and down, to hearing crazy news going on that you just never thought you would hear possible, to seeing the most important election take place in the United States? We are just, this has been a, a star-spangled banner month, and I'm telling you, if you didn't have your ducks in a row and you weren't minding your P's and Q's, you could have lost your mind. <laughs> You could have went crazy worrying about the, what was going on with the economy and with the world. But you had peace of mind because you were minding your P's and Q's, which today we're going to talk about all of the P's and Q's and wrapping up this series and the reason why uh, we focus in on this in the first place. We're going to wrap it all up in a nice pretty bow so you'll be good to go for the rest of this quarter. Now I want to remind you about the bigger picture because sometimes we forget what the bigger picture is. When September came around, I said, this is our fourth quarter, people. This is going to be a big, big quarter for us, right? And I started preparing you with weekly uh, consultations on different information you needed to know so that your spiritual house was in order. I did that in September. And then, boom, we had this big thing going on with the economy. So going into October, you were prepared spiritually, right? Then I said, we got to make sure we're minding our P's and Q's for the month of October so that regardless of what's going on in this world, we're going to be all right spiritually, mentally, physically, financially. You know, we're going to have our house in order so that we can take uh, advantage of this time because it's a unique opportunity for us. It's a unique opportunity for the world to see that regardless of what's going on with y'all, okay, our houses are taken care of. We are doing all right. We 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 have a testimony in the middle of the trial and the, and the test because we got God's favor. And the only way we could be 100% sure is that uh, all that is true is that we got to have our, our power. You know, minding our P's and Q's was just gearing us up for us having our big Christian power. So let me just remind you what the P's were of minding your P's and Q's are. That was physical fitness. It is absolutely critical that you be physically fit, okay? You can't do anything if the temple of God is not together. And you are the temple of God. I gave you scriptures on that, um, biblical reference, so that you know that the Holy Spirit resides in you. And when I say you are the best representation of God, I wasn't joking. There's, there's scripture to back up that, you know, you are the body of Christ. And second, being physically fit means that you're taking care of the most precious gift God has given you, you, your body, and making sure that you are okay and able to take uh, full advantage of the gifts and blessings from God. And lastly, we didn't want any of the negative side effects that come from um, being unfit. We had Dr. Dyer Lanier come on and tell us what are the consequences of not being fit. You know, high blood pressure, cholesterol, uh, diabetes, depression. We didn't want any of that stuff. 
No. I mean, and that's just from being not physically fit. That's not even talking about if some calamity come our way. So we just want the basics taken care of. So beginning of October, we had that message, and it was just like, okay. I know starting then, I started, she said, walk, the basic thing, walk. You know, she recommended 10,000 steps. I'm like, look, I don't know about that. <laughs> I told everybody the truth. I said, look, I don't think I could get up to no 10,000 steps going from zero. I said, but I'm going to try my best to get up to 500, okay? And I made 500. Then I got up to 1,000. And I'm happy to say I'm walking like it's no joke now. And I'm not breathing heavy. I'm not sweating. I'm not dying for breath. When uh, I get to my destination, I'm cool, calm, collect, because I started in the beginning of the month uh, taking one step at a time to increase my health. I hope you have that same uh, praise God testimony as well. At the same time, eating right, eating the right foods and loving and liking myself, you know, I feel so much better that I got the right foods in me. I hope you've been loving and liking you and eating the right foods and taking time out to uh, feel good because that's really, really important. So the first P was physical fitness. The second P was peace of mind. First of all, peace of mind is priceless. You can't buy peace of mind. You can't you can't go rent it. <laughs> it's not like it's in a catalog, you know. Peace of mind comes from knowing that God's in control and that when you go to him with your prayer and request, he hears you and answers your prayers. He minds over you. And that, you know, we can have peace of mind when we think about scriptures like Psalms 23.1, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. Since Jesus Christ is our is our Lord and Savior, we are so okay. You know, I, I'm very happy knowing that Lady Charmaine Day is not in charge of herself. You know, that Jesus Christ is uh, the King of kings and Lord of lords, and he's in control. He's got me. I'm so glad that, like I shared with you during that message, there was no communication memo to the world that the name Jesus didn't have all power and authority against everything uh, that comes up against it. You know, I'm glad that there's all power in Jesus. You know, therefore, I know when I evoke that name, uh, knees have to bow, you know, and tongues confess he's Lord of Lords, and that he has me. There's some there's peace of mind that comes when you start believing Psalms 23.1. Uh, the Lord is my shepherd. You're not your shepherd. <laughs> Jesus is. And then, he, and then the second part of that is I shall not be in want. I explained to you that if your wants are taken care of, that means your needs are first. <laughs> a want is extra. It's a gravy. So peace of mind comes knowing all that's true. So let's do a litmus test. I have not heard any negative reports from any listener from Taboo Talk. And, okay, what's a negative report? Okay, you got evicted from your house or apartment. Your car uh, you no longer have. You don't have a job. You got Your job got eliminated. You, you uh, don't have any food to eat. Okay, you went hungry during the month of October. All your clothes are gone. You ain't got no shoes. Like, I didn't hear none of that regarding you. So when you come to think about it, you, your basic needs are taken care of, food, shelter, home, uh, uh, and clothes, right? All that's taken care of. Isn't that beautiful? I mean, you didn't even think about it, but did you think to praise God for the little things? Like, And actually, that's a big thing because there's some people who don't have what you have looking at you like, what? what? At the same time, you know, there are a lot of people who got hit hard by this economy, they, they, you know, they're not all right, but you are all right. You made it. God has seen you through. So, you know, uh, I thank God that in the midst of all of this, you know, um, I have a praise God report. My niece was born healthy and safe. Her, her mother is fine. All that happened. My mother saw another birthday. You know, God, there are a lot of people who didn't wake up uh, today. You know, but she's lived to see uh, a good number of years of being on this planet, okay? In the midst of that, I started my face-to-face -face ministry. And, you know, I've had seven people come uh, throughout heaven on earth to hear the word of God from me in person. You know, there's some ministers that open up their church doors and there's nobody there. 
But I can say that when I started my pastorship, there were people there, praise God, that were touched by the word. You know, we got a lot to be grateful for. You know, there are some people who said, pray for me. I prayed for them, you know, and I can honestly say that what I prayed for came to pass. I prayed for your well-being. So I know what I'm saying is the truth. And if I'm wrong, hit me up on the email telling me, no, this is not the truth. But you can't because you would have done it already. So we got a lot to be grateful for that should give us peace of mind knowing that we memorize Psalms 23.1, and if you haven't already, memorize it now, that says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. That is peace of mind, peace of mind. Lastly, we talked about prosperity. Okay, and I showed you in Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 13, that prosperity is a blessing of God and something that God promised us that we will have as his children. He didn't say being poor. He said prosperity. <laughs> That's, I, I, I find comfort in the word prosperity. is even spelled out just in case I forgot how to spell it, P-R-O-S-P-E-R-I-T-Y. <laughs> it's just like, hey, praise you, Jesus. You know, Psalms 23.1, that's prosperity scripture. It's all three for the P's. It's peace of mind. It's uh, physical fitness. It's prosperity because I'm not in one of anything. That means I'm not in lack. Hello. I'm not lacking anything. Not one good thing has my father held from me. And I know he hasn't held anything from you. Like I said, you are doing good. Good. You're not doing bad. So we got to be grateful. And, you know, hold God accountable for those prosperity uh, to show up in your life. Expect it. You will see it will come. You know, like I said, you will see the feast in the midst of the family. You know, let's talk about food for a second. Did anybody have a bad meal in the month of October? I mean, were you eating something that you absolutely detested because that's the best that you could do in the middle of October, in the middle of a bad economy? Or did you have the choice of the food that you wanted to eat? Like, did you go into the supermarket and pick out the groceries that you wanted to eat and put those groceries in your refrigerator and cook them? That's prosperity. There's some people who ain't got no food and can't eat what they want to eat. I'm telling you, we got a lot of things to be grateful for. And prosperity, woo, I just, I I know I'm not lacking. I know y'all not lacking. So, Prosperity, it's here. It, we lay a hold of it. And like I said, this is the fourth quarter. Touchdown. I told you all back in September, the Giants had 30, uh, 39 seconds on the clock in Super Bowl. They had their little huddle. They had their little communication between themselves. And they're like, we're going to win this. And at the end of the game, when, the, you know, the, the person who catched the football was being interviewed, he was crying. He said, you know what, I can't speak for everybody else, but I prayed and, and spoke to Jesus. Help me bring this touchdown down. <laughs> I was like, amen. He said that on, on, on the TV, gave him that testimony. That's how I knew God was involved. I was like, whoa, this was serious. I said, so you know what, when it's the fourth quarter of this year and you've been believing, like I said, for something, you have to not give up. Giants didn't give up with 39 seconds on the clock. Don't you give up, even though we at the end of October and we got two months to go. God is a God of impossibilities. He can do so much with a little bit. He can do the impossible with nothing. Trust. He can make it happen. So I know miracles upon miracles. That's all I re- receive regarding you and your peace of mind and, and your household and, and whatever you believe in for, because I know that's happening. You know, I received that for myself. I received miracle after miracle, and I see it. You know, I look back over October, and I'm like, my God, where I started from and where I'm at is two different places. There's progress, there's prosperity, there's peace of mind, there's physical fitness. In every area that I ask for deliverance, God has delivered me. And you know what? I praise God for where I'm at. Because I know it's going to get even better, and I know it's going to get even better for you, too. You know what? We came into the fourth quarter prepared for greatness because we knew ahead of time. Back in August, I was prepping y'all. It's coming. It's coming. 2008 is our year. 
Everybody knows the year of prosperity. That's a Christian. I've been telling you all that. So you know what? It's not like it changed just because the world said we in crisis. What the world said and what God said is two different things. So hold on to prosperity. Don't let that go. Don't don't lower your expectation because the rest of the world is lower theirs. That's their problem, not yours. And then the cues, minding your P's and Q's. We talked about the fact that you need to spend quiet time with Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God. And you know what? Jesus himself, when he was on the planet, you know, when he heard bad news, he stole away and um, spent quiet time with himself and God and the Holy Spirit. Like when he heard the news about John the Baptist being beheaded, he stole away. He had quiet time. When he was in Gethsemane and uh, getting ready uh, for the biggest trial that he would face, he stole away. What did he do? He prayed. He asked for strength, help from God. He saw his father. If you don't spend that quiet time on a daily basis, how can you expect to hear God clearly in your life? How do you know which direction to go? How do you receive the the word of God? How do you know to look into the scriptures and ask for revelation? You know, this the quiet spirit of the Holy Spirit talking to us, the quiet voice. You gotta it's quiet. That means you gotta shut down the Blackberries and the cell phones and the PDAs and the Playstations and the computers and the T V and, and, and the music and uh, quiet. You hear and listen to this. This is my house we in. Hello. You hear how quiet it is? It's quiet. That's why so y'all can hear me clearly tell you the word of God. I get before I get on, I get quiet. I spend personal time with God. You know, so I can know what the message is to say, what not to say. So he leads me. And and you know what? It's that time where I get direction. And I ask for discernment. Remember I told y'all, you need to ask for discernment. There's so much fake, phony people, things out there that are not meant for you, but pop up and look as good as the genuine thing, that if you're not prayed up and, and spending time with Jesus, you'll get taken in by the wrong thing, simply because you didn't do your part and ask for discernment, simply because you don't know how to listen to the voice. So anything can fool you, and then you don't know your, your miracle, the genuine thing, when it really comes. So you got to spend that quiet time. And then lastly, we talked about the fact that you're a queen or king, a queen or a king. And why did I say that? You know, first of all, you know, people say, why do you call yourself Lady Charmaine Day? I said, because I uh, I broke down what a lady is and what a gentleman is. And as a child of God, whether you're a boy or a girl, man or woman, you are lady or gentleman. You are joint heir to the throne of God. And I pointed out scriptures that said that. When you know you're a joint heir to the throne of God with Jesus, and you know that Jesus, it says in Revelation, is the king of king and lord of lords, you know you are queen. You know you are king. You know you entitled. So when that prosperity scripture come up, you know you got a great inheritance, and it didn't say in heaven. It said right here. It was Deuteronomy 28, 1 13 is talking about what you entitled to here on earth. Didn't even get into what you're going to get when you get into heaven. That's even, that's even, that's just beautiful. We didn't even talk about heaven. We're just talking about earth, what we need to know for earth. People say, you know, I see this, I saw this um, sign on the train. Life didn't come with an instruction manual. I said, do you see the propaganda that they uh, throw out at you? (laughs) Yes, it did. If you're a Christian, you got the B-I-B-L-E. You got the Bible. It's very clear, you know, uh, to help you with life is it leads you and guides you to a better life, the life you meant to have. I remember the first book I read as a five-year-old was the Bible. My mom had a big old Bible in the house. I read that thing from cover to cover. And, you know, as a little girl, I really believed everything this Bible said. I believed it. And when Jesus said, you will do what I do and even greater, I felt so empowered because my mom was sending me to church. I, you know, mama always had me in church. So I was like, whew. So when they asked me to uh, play Jesus in, in the uh, Sunday, Easter Sunday uh, 
play, and I was Jesus. Time for the disciples to eat the bread. I was like, eat! <laughs> I'm Jesus. <laughs> I, and the, and the, the church director was like, uh, it's okay. They don't have to eat all the bread. I said, uh-uh. Jesus said, eat, okay? And I didn't hear them not eat all the bread. I read the Bible. I had the people in there cracking up. And, you know, it's that childlike faith that I have still today. I believe what the Bible says. I believe the promises that God promised me. I believe that if Jesus said I could do something, I could do it. You know, I believe that this is the living word. You know, Joel Osteen goes, uh, he has his people memorize this scripture, uh, this, this saying. It says, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I will be taught the word of God. I boldly confess my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same. I'm about to receive the incorruptible, indestructible, ever-living seed of the word of God. I will never be the same. Never, never, never. I will never be the same in Jesus' name. Amen. And, you know, I keep that little saying with me in, in my uh, planner, which I look at every day, because I'm like, I am not the same. Every day I look at my Bible, I pick up something new. I'm like, you know what? I said, either you believe this or you don't. There is no in-between with faith. There's no in-between with what you believe. You understand? Either you believe something or you don't, period. It's black and white with some things, okay? And then when you understand that you believe it, Okay, then if you believe it, then you believe the truth that there, what you say is what you get. What you say is what you get. You know, words are very powerful. And Jesus himself said in Matthew 7, 7, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. He who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Deep, right? I'm going to say that again. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. He who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be open. Which of you, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Got to meditate on that. So I'll be like, Lord, I receive that. I receive that. In that, uh, so when you take your mind and your P's and Q's, physical fitness, peace of mind, prosperity, quiet time with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, and knowing that you are queen or king. I didn't say being fake phony about it. I said, no, that you are queen or king. You know, you take those five things together, you become empowered. It's not like you become disabled. <laughs> it's not like you become handicapped. No, if you take these five things I'm telling you and you implement them in your life, okay, and you do this, and you follow it, and you and you make this come to pass for you. It's your reality. You are empowered. You could you could move mountains, okay? God said if you have a mustard seed of faith, you can move a mountain. Well, by doing all these things, by spending quiet time with God, by having peace of mind, by believing Him at His word for physical fitness and prosperity and that you're a queen or king, do you think your 
your faith is going to stay as small as a mustard seed, a tiny little dot? Or will it not grow and grow and grow into a big mountain, and then that big mountain could move the earth? Come on now. Yeah, look at the bigger picture. And, you know, when doubt and worry creeps into your heart, when you turn on the news and, you know, or or someone starts telling you something negative, like, memo to you, you can't do it. You can't do this. You can't do that. These obstacles are in your way. So you know what? Give up. Or my opinion is that this is the problem, and this is the problem. And you know what? You can't get this done. You know what? That's when you start pulling up those scriptures that you memorized. There's two scriptures now that you should have memorized. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens me. Sometimes in your own strength, you can't. In the beginning of this month, I seriously cannot go up several flights of stairs in my own strength. But by the end of this month, and, and I pray, I said, God, help me get to this. Jesus, in your strength. I'm depending on you. Now at the end of the month, I'm walking and talking. I told you I'm not sweating. I'm not sweating going up these stairs. I'm all right. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I was relying on Jesus to get me there. And I, I pulled out that scripture. second thing is when I look at the physical situation and it seems like I should be worried, I'd be like, oh, no, 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 okay? I know that the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. Psalms 23, 1. That squelches that a lot of doubt and worry right then and there. I believe that scripture. I believe Philippians 4, 13. So, you know, I, I pull up my scripture in my heart. I'm like, is this, this what the world is telling me hold up against the living word of God? I think I'm going to believe the living word of God. I know, I, I know that Jesus is real. I don't need somebody who's a man or a woman who, you know what, they 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 make mistakes and they quick to ter- uh, tell me what's wrong with me, but they're not dealing with their own problems. You know, it, it's just like I, I'm going to follow Jesus, who's always had my back and watched over me. That's where I'm going to go. Because Jesus is the same yesterday, Jesus is the same today, and He's the same tomorrow. That's consistency. People are not consistent. They consistently show you one thing. They're behind and messing up half the time. <laughs> so I just like, you know what? You know, I'm gonna believe in my God and my Savior. And you know what? Jesus Himself said, "Do not worry." Okay. In Matthew six twenty five, He said, "Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. This is not life more important than food, and the body more important than clothes." Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow stone into the fire, Will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Jesus himself said, you know what, don't worry. It's the pagans that are running after all these things. It's the pagans that are caught up in in, 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 in worry and, and problems and drama and stress. But that's not your lot. That is not what you have to worry about. You don't have to worry about anything. I got you. He said, matter of fact, don't worry. So when I need to check my peace of mind, I pick up my Bible. You know, God gave me this word to say, look, tell them don't worry. I got them. Seek me. Spend that quiet time with me. Pray. Sometimes if you need to get centered again, remember the prayer of Nehemiah. Nehemiah sat down. Nehemiah wept. He mourned. He fasted. Then he prayed, and when he prayed, he repented. 
you know, he found, he asked God to forgive him. He forgave those people that did him wrong. And you know what? He he sought God for help. You know, we got models. We got structure. We got ways on how to do things. That's Nehemiah 1, 4. So, you know, for to the end, so people, don't forget that even though you cannot see all the listeners of Taboo Talk, even though it may be just you sitting down listening to this uh, broadcast, you are not by yourself. This ministry is worldwide. It's heard throughout the globe. And there are people in this same moment as you right now listening. Same time, same space, believing, having faith, doing what they got to do, minding their P's and Q's, implementing things for themselves to get better. So that we all will have a beautiful fourth quarter. You're not by yourself. I want to remind you, we are a body together. You're not by yourself. And that if you need to feel support uh, in, in your in your walk, all you have to do is know that there are people on earth going through the same thing as you. That's one. But you seek God, your Lord and, and Savior, Jesus Christ. That your best asset on this planet is that. You are never alone. It says in Psalms 139, um, there's no place you can uh, go that God doesn't see you. There isn't. You got to believe that. So you have to have faith. And then, you know, you, you say to yourself, well, does anybody ever get scared? Does anybody ever worry? Does anybody ever have doubts? You know, I think what why this is called taboo talk is a lot of people get up here and they wouldn't admit that they get scared. Hey, we all get scared. I get scared sometimes. Sometimes worry, doubt, and fear um, pops up in my head. Sometimes I forget to pray before uh, I do something, and and that fear will come up on me. Like, you know, I do presentations for NAMI. The first time I did a presentation, I was scared out of my mind. And, you know, I forgot to pray, so I felt scared. And then the second time I did the presentation, I felt nervous. And I was shaking like a leaf, you know, for the first minute. And then I was like, calm down, calm down, calm down, right? Then the third time, my mom was like, the first two times, did you remember to pray? And I was like, oh, (laughs) I forgot to pray. You know, I forgot that God's in control. You know what? You know, and it's that simple reminder that gave me my peace of mind back. So the third uh, presentation went wonderful. We all forget sometimes. Even I do. Everybody does. We're human. We make mistakes. But the it, the point is that you get back up. The point is that you, you have your your people that you can depend on to give you the word or to, to remind you what to do. You know, thank God this show exists so that when you need your, your weekly consultation and upliftment, I'm here to talk to you and say this is what things work and things that can help you. You know, you have your church that you could go to, you have your prayer partner. Remember I told you all to get a prayer uh, buddy to get somebody to do your physical fitness with? I hope you got your buddy and y'all working out together and y'all praying together and doing things. You need somebody to stand in agreement with you on things. You know, I have my prayer partners that when I when I need agreement with me, I I, I have people I'll call up, be like, pray with me, pray for me. You know, and you need that. Everybody needs that. And, you know, I told you, if you even want me to pray for you, send me an email. I sit, I will pray for you. Call me up. You got the number? I will pray for you. Come to um, service. You know, I have a prayer wall. I pray for people. And, you know, prayer requests are put in. That's important. You need to know that you are prayed up and people are praying for you. And so we're going to uh, spend some time right now doing a, a prayer together. Everybody where you at, just bow your head, and we're going to say a, a prayer. Okay, bow your head. Father God, in the name of your son Jesus, we come before you, thanking you and praising you 
Father God, thank you for minding us to mind our P's and Q's and to seek ye first the kingdom. Lord, thank you for reminding us not to worry about anything because you're in control. And we praise you, Father, for keeping us safe and secure. We thank you that our jobs have been protected, our homes have been safe, that we've had food on a table, clothing on our back, Father, and that you have surrounded us with people who love and care for us. And, Father, we are standing in agreement as a ministry that your promises that you stayed in Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 13 come to pass in each and every one of our lives. Father, we know you honor your word and that you will honor that word that you promised us. And we thank you in advance, Father, for this year being a good year for us and ending on a great note. In the name of your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right. So we prayed that prayer together. We have spent this month together. And God is good. God is good. So some things I want you guys to know. Um, I have an online community for Taboo Talk. Uh, we no longer use the chat room that's on Blog Talk Radio. We use Taboo Talk uh, online's chat room. So you can go there at taboo-talk.ning.com. Not only do we have the chat room there, but um, there are blog posts. You can put up music, um, pictures. And each week I send everyone a weekly uh, message of a of upliftment, and I make sure I say something personal to everybody there. This is really an online community where we fellowship together and we keep each other walking. Right now um, the community is only two weeks old, but we got 16 members, and it's all Christian people just fellowshipping together. So I invite you to come on and join. Again, that's taboo-talk period, N-I-N-G dot com, and that's our online community, and we hope that you come there. Also, uh, I invite you to uh, check out uh, Unlimited Help Ministries' official website, which is www.unlimitedhelp, that's U-N-L-I-M-I-T-E-D-H-E-L-P dot com. There you can learn about what's going on with the ministry, uh, see up-to-date pictures, read the weekly blog, and be invited to come to service, which service is each Sunday now um, at 1030. So we have weekly services each Sunday at 1030 here at Heaven on Earth, uh, which is located at 2964 Williams Bridge Road, apartment 2H, Bronx, New York, 10467. Uh, again, that's Heaven on Earth. That's 2964 Williams Bridge Road, Suite 2H, Bronx, New York, 10467. Services start promptly at 1030, and it goes to 1230. And I tell you, the last two weeks, we've had two services so far, it's been really, really phenomenal. Um, each week, we 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 let we let go of the world. So we give each other a back rub. We blow bubbles to blow out our stress. We we do a praise God report prayer. We put uh, each other up in prayer. We get the word and it's participation. You know, a lot of times you know uh, people come and they don't get a chance to talk about their feelings, but here is a fellowship and uh, people get a chance to speak. And we we do active learning, so I invite you to come. It's a good time. Uh, again, weekly services is each week from 10:30 to 12:30, and I gave you the address. But if you want to find more information about the rejuvenation service, log on to events at unlimitedhealth.com. Lastly, I want to hear from you that you are minding your P's and Q's. So please log on to unlimitedhelp.com, send me an email, let me know what's going on with you. Let me tell you something. It is important that we have active participation. (laughs) You know, I always tell you, you are a leader, and I know that for a fact because 
I advertise uh, this show in places where leaders are gathered, okay, in places where leaders meet, in places where leaders go to school, in places where leaders um, uh, work, because it's important that the leaders of this world get uplifted, okay? And you are a leader if you are a child of God, because you're a beacon of light uh, for this world, and you need your weekly consultation. And at the same time, you need to actively actively participate by letting me know, hey, I'm hearing you, and um, this is what's going on in my life. So when I get up and I have our weekly broadcast, you know, I can let the other Taboo Talk listeners know, well, this is what's going on. You know, we ha- we have reports that this is what's happening. Now, I have reports from basically here in New York. But I know this is heard throughout the world. So I'm not, when I say I heard a reporting, I've been doing my research around New York. But I did not get on the plane and go to China. <laughs> so, you know, my Asian connection, please send me uh, your email. Okay, my Germany connection, send me your email. You know, people down south, send me your email in America. People in the, on the western side of America, send me your email. Like, I, I can't get on the plane and go everywhere. You know what I'm saying? That's why we have email. So, do your part and keep us all informed. Lastly, let me tell you something. October was a long month, and it physically was a long month. It was five weeks, and a lot happened. But, you know, there's a parable about good seed. There's good. There was good seed that was sown on bad ground, and it fell away. There was seed that fell on good ground, and it yielded a crop 30, 60, 100-fold more than what was put in. I know that y'all are good ground and that y'all are hearing the word and implementing it in your life. Like I said, be a, be a blessing to everybody else and send in a, a Praise God report. Well, let me end by saying I'm proud of you. You are very, very special. You make God look wonderful. You are a beacon of light. I appreciate you. And keep your chin up. Be blessed, not stressed. And remember to continue praising God, and everything will be all right. Next month, you know, it's going to be a good month. It's the month of November. And i got some special things planned for us to talk about. But you're going to have to tune in next week and be surprised to see what next week's topic is all about. I'm not going to tell you right now. (laughs) So I'm going to get ready to sign out, um, you know, and say take care and be blessed, not stressed. Stay special. Bye. Charmaine Day with Pussy Report Number One. That's Pearls of Wisdom Underground Christian Crew Intelligence Report. Tell him all. Tell him all you're going through. He'll comprehend. He is your friend. Sometimes it feels like you're all alone in a world that can often be cruel. But God has been there for you. He's never abandoned you. So tell him all. Tell him all you're going through. He'll comprehend. He is your friend. 
When you feel like you can't make it, and every day getting up is faking it, he'll give you the strength that you need, even if your face is as small as a mustard seed. So tell him. Tell him all, because you know what I got? I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus. Can you smell what the rock is cooking? I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus. Can you tell what the rock is cooking? I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus. Can you feel what the rock is cooking? Do you know what the rock is cooking? I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus. If you know Jesus, raise your hands. Raise them. If you know Jesus, tap your feet. Your feet. If you know Jesus, walk to the left, walk to the right, walk, 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 walk to the left, walk to the right. Raise your hands, raise your hands, stomp your feet, stomp your feet. No one can tell you what you know. No one can make you feel what you don't feel. If you can't feel what the rock is cooking, what do you know? I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus. If you have Jesus, raise your hand. If you got Jesus, stomp, stomp your feet. If you got Jesus, clap, clap your hands. I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus. Do you know what you know what you know? I got Jesus, I got Jesus, I got, I got, I got Jesus. Guess what, people? We're coming to the end. I got Jesus, you got Jesus, I got, you got, you got Jesus.